July 19th. His right parahippocampal gyrus has a great deal of scarring, says Dr. Parker as he points at the x-rays. Some of it may be metaphysical. There is almost a pattern, but it is hard to really tell from these. So it isn't from the accident, I ask as I pretend to know what I'm looking at. Dr. Parker shakes his head. His mother may have done it during the imprinting. Houston had a paranormal migraine from the lower plains of the abyss a few days ago. It knocked him on his ass, and he wasn't able to function for a couple of days afterwards. I brought him to Dr. Parker to find out what caused it. Dr. Parker is one of the premier specialists in the field of arcane neurology, and he's in network, so the visit is covered under the insurance. The only way to know for sure would be to open him up and see if the tissue was damaged by mundane or mystical means. I can't really confirm with an X-ray. I'm pretty sure he's not going to go for that. Look at these, he says. He opens a folder with some brain scans. There is an incredible amount of activity going on in his anterior insular cortex. If you say so. It's the part of the brain that processes empathy, This area is usually quite active with scions, but he wasn't a scion before his imprinting. Are you sure he won't? We're not opening his skull. Pity. He looks again at the scans. Well, this would have made it easy for Grand Madame Marchand to do what she did. Frankly, even if he didn't develop through the blood, with time and training he could have been a wizard. The groundwork is all here. That would explain why he took to it so easily. Indeed, it's almost like his brain was created just to hold magical ability. None of this explains his headaches. Nothing in the scans or x-rays indicates a physical problem. He's completely healthy. His initial pains were probably triggered by first contact with his mother's spirit. You remember your first communication across the veil? Do I ever. Mom was teaching me how to use a Ouija board, and I contacted old lady Maxwell, She started yelling at me about waking the dead and messing with her sleep. My head hurt for hours after that. But what about the other day? Psionic attack, perhaps? We were at the guild hall. Gatekeeper would have detected an intrusion. Only if it was a creature. What are you saying? Nancy, you know that it is no secret that lots of people have an interest in Houston. Witchnet has been on fire ever since you first got him credentials. And you know the gossip as much as anyone else does. Wait, you think someone attacked my apprentice? But for what? I'm a necromancer, not a seer. I'm just saying that you may want to consider the possibility. I leave Dr. Parker's office and head back to Three Wishes. I keep thinking about my conversation with Vice Chancellor Gavin. The Lord Advocate of the Eighth of the Nine personally pushed through the approval for Houston's early Rank Five trials— I haven't told Houston about that yet. I also haven't told him about his mother's warning to me. The official story is that Vivica and her second husband were murdered by her first husband. Of course, nobody actually believes the official story. But all the talk of rivals and conspiracies had always been just catty gossip on Witchnet, like the occasional stories that turn up on the mundane Internet about Elvis still being alive. Just rumors and urban legends people swap mindlessly to have something to talk about. But then, after all of these years, Vivica reached across the veil to imprint on her son, and all the mindless gossip suddenly becomes very important. 
A rapping on my car window breaks me from my thoughts. I turn my head to see Lee Brennan, otherwise dubbed Lee the Lemure, standing next to my car. Last month, a wannabe sorcerer with the movie Prop Grimoire accidentally summoned a Lemure. As you can imagine, such things tend not to end well. The idiot summoner died in the ensuing arcane backlash explosion, and the Lemure escaped by jumping into the body of a drug overdose patient in an ambulance. The Lemure has since been living as a skinwalker in the deceased patient's body. I crack my window just enough so I can talk to it. You should not be here. I just want to talk, that's all. Sure you do. Please, I need to talk to you. He looks around nervously. I'm not going to cause trouble.